As Padre season spirals, questions emerge about culture, cohesion, and chemistry. All that really matters, Padres over the A's tonight, 8-3. Jose Azokar, first career home run. Kevin AC with the Bombshell article today. If you missed our conversation, by the way, with Kevin, click the link pinned at the top of the chat. Subscribe to our brand new YouTube channel, John and Jim. We have that interview for you there on our brand new John and Jim YouTube channel today, all about Really, these couple thousand words in the Union Tribune, most of them center, Jim, on Manny Machado, his role in what has transpired here in 2023 with the San Diego Padres. So much conversation. We've had so many of these like Padre off days before. Yesterday was the off day, but this morning the story dropped from Kevin Acey, something he's worked on for the better part of a year. Um, with the team struggling, it was released here today. Padres do win. They've won now three of four. Uh, they remain six and a half games out. 14 to play, elimination number of eight. And uh, here we are tonight, Jim. I just saw you, I feel like, maybe a couple of hours ago, which is basically every day. Yes, you did see me a couple hours ago. That actually happened. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Jose Zocar had a cool night, cool moment. Great night. Great Smoked moment. Smoked the ball. Just first home run, three-run bomb. That was cool. Really cool. All right, that's the extent of today's and tonight's post-game <laughs> coverage. Now, the article that is just, you know, making the rounds around the world, baseball world, talked a lot about it today. If you missed it, we talked to Kevin Acey uh, exclusively today on John and Jim. Go subscribe to our John and Jim show YouTube channel. Um, you can find that Kevin Acey interview there. I, uh, you know, more time to digest the article. I'm not, I, I think, <laughs> I think that this team and this culture has been an issue for far too long. Um, and it's got to change. I don't know how it can change now. But it's got to change. And I think that's the like underlying, you know, give me cliff notes of like your thoughts on the article that Kevin wrote is that you got a culture problem that needs to change. And until that changes, nothing will change with this team. Um, and it stems. It's not all Manny's fault. We know that. But Manny's a part of it. And when your leader is a part of a problem and frankly, I would say a, a big pro, a big part of it. Like there, there are times when uh, you need your leader in moments that are, you know, bad moments to step up. And Manny hasn't done that three out of the last five years. When things are great, everything's fine, right? But when times are tough, you got problems, and that should not be happening. Um, to this extent. So I think hearing these things today, you know, the, the Peter Seidler excellence line about AJ Preller, I honestly think this is Manny Machado's excellence line. Like, I don't know if the culture, he doesn't believe in culture, is going to ever leave Manny Machado. I think it's extremely uh, damning for him to think the culture doesn't matter. 
Yeah, no, I agree with that. A couple things. All right, as you make your way and subscribe, year-round Padres content for you. Subscribe to our brand-new channel as well. Click that link pinned at the top of the chat. Uh, smash the like button for us. Padres over the A's tonight, 8-3 in Oakland. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. Thank you for the supers. We're going to get to all of them here tonight. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. We do appreciate your support of our work and this channel. So you can click the dollar sign below the chat box. Anything that's on your mind, we'll get to every single super chat here tonight. And if you want to become a member of the channel, you can do so by clicking join down below. Um, Andrew says, Sadu. Manny Sa, says they didn't want to win. F. Thank you, Andrew. And Murray says, uh, by the way, steal six Ernie's tonight. Yeah, in six innings at Arizona. Snell for Cy Young now. Yeah, he, he was the favorite. He remains the favorite. He's getting close, hopefully, to wrapping that thing up. So thank you, Murray, and thank you, Andrew. I gained additional respect today for Bob Melvin based on what he said when asked before the game about the article that Kevin published. And there's two reasons why he's moved up in another notch in my book. One, he did not refute anything that Kevin wrote, did not question it in any regard. He said there was an article published that discussed a leadership void, essentially, I'm paraphrasing. He said, it starts with me. As much as the players, of course, want to be leaders and are accountable for their performance, I am the leader. And I feel accountable for the void that has occurred here. I found it interesting. I love the fact that he was willing to fall on the sword. That's what a leader and a manager should be willing to do. I wonder if he recognizes that time is fleeting with his time in San Diego, whether by his choice or by the organization's choice. I didn't necessarily expect it. I didn't think that Bob Melvin, I didn't put two and two together. He'd be asked about a pregame. But the fact that he answered it the way he did gave me even like a newfound respect for someone that's, you know, he said all the right things all year, even though this has been a train wreck. I think Bob Melvin has said the right things. And I thought he went even a, a step further here today with the way he answered that question about this article from Kevin. Like one of the very first questions to Kevin today that we had was, you know, about the reaction that he is getting from inside that clubhouse right. and maybe team executives and officials like, after this article and Kevin said not only in his article, but then doubled down on it that to everybody involved in this piece and pretty much everybody involved in this organization, the main people, right? This article they knew was coming. Mm -hmm. Like this was not a surprise to Bob Melvin. This wasn't a surprise to Manny Machado, for sure. This was not a surprise to any one of the eight players that he talked to that felt like they needed this to get out. Um, so if anybody out there thinks that Kevin, you know, went behind people's backs and he's doing this hit piece on Manny Machado and he's a complete hack for, you know, putting Machado in this bad light, like, I think you should check yourself at the fucking door. And, you know, if you don't like Kevin, you don't like Kevin. That's fine. But man, to just to just completely dismiss all this to me, I, I think a lot of fans are doing and a lot of fans look pretty, I think, look really bad by by just, you know, saying that this doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, these, these some of these, some, and it's not a, it's not. A, I'm not saying it's like every fan, okay. I'm not saying it's it's that, but there is a a, a group out there that I think um, 
got he's completely wrong. blinded by yeah. whatever it is. If it's yeah. like, hey, he's Manny Machado, or it's hey, it's the Padres. Like, you know, wake up. Hey, wake did up. you you watch back because you posted? But did did you watch the entirety of the interview? Like, do you know everything he told us? And the reason I ask is because we, when we were there, we're in a bar. It's mm-hmm. often hard to hear Kevin from our setup. So yeah. you watched it back, right? I did. I didn't realize the first question I asked, his answer, I, I missed a lot of this. I missed his answer where he said he spoke with Manny today, and I'm not going to get into the specifics, but by publishing this article, I put a lot on the line. Mm-hmm. I'm reading two and two. I'm putting two, to, two and two together here. Let me guess, and tell me this is far-fetched because it's not. Manny ain't talking to Kevin, potentially for a long time. Now, I don't know. He might say that. But when Kevin says, I spoke with Manny, I'm going to keep it between us. And what I published today is something that could potentially damage my ability to do my job. I'm paraphrasing. I'm putting two and two together where Manny says, hey, listen, I saw the article. I recognize it. I'm making this up. But like, there's a scenario where there, he's not getting quotes from Manny Machado. Now, that might be for a day or a week or a month or a year or a decade. I have no clue. But when Yonder Alonso tweets the way he does with his relationship with Manny, you know Manny's not enamored with this article. Let's not kid each other. And Manny Machado's not Bob Melvin. Where Bob Melvin takes the high road, I got no clue what road Manny Machado is taking in the short, medium, and long term. So that's something to consider. Kevin Acey did not help his ability to do the job by doing this, but he did his job. He did the right thing. And sometimes you just got to do the right thing. This isn't going to get him a raise. It's not going to have him work for... Some national, he's not going to be working for the New York Times tomorrow. He's going to keep doing his job or attempt to. And this may jeopardize his ability to do it. But guess what? Someone had to say it and he said it. So what's the problem? Yeah, I just find that, you know, when a paper or a reporter reports like there's a problem and then you have quotes from potential problem about the problem (laughs) and then you have other quotes maybe you know backing up these claims of a problem and the first thing that i see from some fans out there is nah fuck the paper blank nah, i'm not i'm not belie- i'm not believing that mhm i don't know what to tell you man <laughs> like it's in plain sight if this article was written by joe schmo how do you think people would have reacted and by the way, and I think a lot of people take it as, well, okay, Kevin is paid to appear on 760, therefore you're backing Kevin. But if you've been with our content, if you followed the work we do for the last couple of years and talking with Kevin, and I think Kevin does good work, like I think Dennis Lynn does good work, and like I think AJ Casaville does work, and other reporters that have covered the team occasionally, we have no vested interest in Kevin's success as a reporter. We really don't, just like he doesn't have a vested interest in the success of John and Jim as a show. If you heard our interview today, our line of questioning was pretty direct. Why'd you write it? Was it centered around Machado or not? Um, what about the flack you caught from guys like Yonder Alonzo, Jerkson Profer, and Will Myers? I mean, w- this was not some puff interview that we conducted after his quote-unquote hit piece. I mean, he did his job. We do our job. We've, we've said things before, I think, where we probably might disagree with Kevin. Mm-hmm. So, but we're telling you today, we agree with what he did. And that has nothing to do with the fact that he's paid to appear on 760, which by the way, has nothing to do with me or Jim. That's you know a what? pay grade. You know what? I think people failed to like understand because it's Kevin and you know, Kevin has 
rubbed a lot of people the wrong way for for maybe opinions that he's had or well he used to be a columnist now he's a big reporter right like it, it that's 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 the job like kevin knows it he's big boy he, he knows what he signed up for <laughs> okay sure. this is you know same thing with us when we give opinions we know that some people are going to like it and we know some people are going to call us idiots that's fine i really don't give a shit sometimes right. i really fucking don't <laughs> um but the one thing that I think people are failing to understand about this piece, and it's like, it blows my mind how people mm-hmm. just are glossing over it. And some people are calling it a shit piece without even reading the article, which is <laughs> another yeah, thing true. that blows my mind. Kevin is in there every day. Kevin talks to these players every day. Kevin has talked to these players every day for the last however many years since he became the full-time beat for the Padres, which I think was since the Chargers left in 2017. It's been a while now. Yeah, so it's been a while. In. Okay. Yeah. He, he, he has cultivated a lot of relationships in that organization, you know, to get some information that others couldn't. Okay. But to completely just think that a guy who is in that clubhouse every day and talking to these players every day and, and, and talking to Manny Machado, no, nobody in the chat. We aren't. Every fan out there has not talked to Manny Machado. I want to say it all this year, okay? But but Kevin did, and he mm-hmm. did that for thirty plus minutes yesterday at Dodger Stadium alone, and it was all relayed to Manny what was coming out. Again, am I defending Kevin? You might think that, but I'm defending like almost like journalism in a way (laughs) like i'm defending like actual quotes from from a player that that is being written about i am i'm defending um i guess journalism in a way and and forever however you want to take it you might say well you're defending a shitty journalist that's your opinion whatever i go on the side of thinking that he's a guy that I'm sure a lot of people around baseball reporters around baseball, and I'm sure probably a lot of people inside that Padres organization and a lot of players on those, that team were like, man, that took some guts to do, but I'm glad, I'm glad he, you did. He, glad he did it. Yeah. It's, it's really well said is I was thinking the same thing going down that path. There's now the way I look at it is like, does the organization actually respect the work that he did over a period of time? 30-plus interviews, eight players plus Manny. That's nine of 26. Okay, that's more than a third of the roster of the current active 26-man roster. Does the organization recognize it has a problem, recognize that it has a problem, and try to fix it, or do they discredit it? Now, Bob Melvin didn't discredit it. That's why I give him so much credit here today. By the way, I didn't hear a lot of current players discrediting it today. There was a retweet from Jerkson Profar. Okay, he's been here for a week this year. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I didn't hear a lot of players discrediting it. It's probably very odd dynamic right now in there. It's got to be bizarre dynamic in there. Um, but when, listen, the first question for Peter and AJ, this isn't disappearing in 16 days. The first question for Peter and AJ is, do you recognize what Kevin wrote? And are you willing to make change based on what he said in the piece? And what? how do they react to it? Are they, oh, well, I mean, do they just kind of cast it aside and say, we know what we know. We have processes in place and we know more than he does. Or do they say, you know what? A lot of what he said, there's some accuracy in there. We're going to do everything we can 
to get this thing fixed. Let me get to a couple of these supers. Ben, great seeing you today at Fair Play. Thanks for swinging by. Um, he says it's understandable you missed some of what Kevin said. That equipment, yeah, Ben was on with Darren. I mean, we 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 actually have new equipment that's currently in Corvallis, Oregon, with San Diego State. So we actually had some new equipment, but today we had old equipment. Because the equipment that we used two weeks ago is in Corvallis. But Ben, good seeing you. Thank you for your support, um, Andrew in Korea. Thank you, man. He says should have let Manny walk. Clubhouse culture is awful. I think there's people probably, Andrew, that do agree with that assessment. And then there's this from Ben again. He says there's a vested interest by the front office in misinformation. So Kevin's front office reporting is sometimes off. Kevin didn't fabricate the story or the feedback from players. His integrity is never suspect. Uh, Thank you, Ben, again for um, your two cents or $10, truthfully, here. Thanks, Ben. Yeah, again, he covers it every single day. It's not like everything he writes is going to be accurate. And I'm sure there are some people trying to throw him off a mark or a scent, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, that's he- a lot of reporting. When you report on something for a year plus, I mean, and you vet it and you've got editors, I mean, there, there's got to be a lot of validity in there. Yeah, and, you know, like, has Kevin got maybe some of the stuff that the Padres, like, oh, the Padres are looking at a first baseman and, mm-hmm. tra- that you know, like – yeah, I'm sure he has. He, he everybody has because we know that this organization is all over the place when it comes to leaks. Yeah, as far as and they probably do do it intentionally. Yeah, I know? mean they're like, hey, we're gonna throw everybody off this scent and yeah. just give Kevin a little nugget here. Yeah, and he's gonna report it, and you know, we're gonna go the other direction. Exactly, and then it makes Kevin look like he got bad information. Like, I mean, even wait, hold on. I need to cut you off for one second. It just reminded me of a t- didn't AJ Preller specifically say to the media one time, and we were there. Was it either on the radio or was it in a press conference? We we whatever Kevin writes, we just do the opposite. Yeah, he told that he told it on so, the other station. And so, what does that tell you, by the way? We want to talk about culture, and we want to throw this all on Manny. You got the head of the front office saying, and even if you're joking, there's some truth in that. Hey, you know what? Whatever Kevin writes, we do the opposite. Right. Is that like? Should you be saying that? Right. Is that a good? Is that a yeah. good for reflection on an organization? Yeah, and I don't care who wrote this piece. Whoever would have written this piece, I don't care who it is. Do you think that they would legitimately post this to if it was misinformation or? You know, you know what I mean? Like, would that person, whoever wrote this article, do this if it wasn't true? Because if it wasn't true, and you get a and you get players saying that's not true, I never said that. That's right. completely you got false. Then guess what? You not only like lose your credentials, you also are not a writer of the Baseball America Association anymore, mm-hmm. and you like are never going to be taken seriously ever again. Sure. So, again, the reporter, whoever wrote this story would need to, one, talk to these players face-to-face, also talk to the player who he is essentially writing about face-to-face, and let that player know what he is going to be writing about, and then ask him questions about things that he was talked to about by other players in this article that were eight anonymous players. And if anybody out there thinks, well, why don't you just name the players? You got to be out of your fucking mind if you think that Kevin A.C., is in any of these players are going to want their name out there because if Kevin did that, then yeah, he's also out of the clubhouse forever. So yeah, exactly, you guys don't understand what journalism is. <laughs> and I'm not talking to anybody the in the dynamic. chat. I mean, I'm not talking to the chat. I'm talking. I'm talking to like certain people out there that I have seen on social media look like fucking idiots today. 
Yeah, well, obviously, here's the thing. It's like what Kevin wrote is what the players had stated to him who he granted anonymity. So the reason you're not seeing it discredited, including by the manager, and when we get to the super that's just rolled in, is because it's valid because it came right from the horse's mouth. It came from eight of the 26 in the room. Including Manny. So, yeah, exactly. Including Manny as well, who's actually quoted. But bzz, thank you. He bzz. says, uh, we don't know what it's truly like in the clubhouse, but representatives can find the story they want. Um, he talked to A to agreed how many didn't. Can't say AC's 100. It's also not a player's job to discredit stories. That's fair. But, I mean, Bob Melvin today was literally asked about it, and he acknowledged it and took responsibility for it. So if Bob Melvin's taking responsibility for it, he's not taking responsibility for something that's that's not real, some fake world. He what, recognizes what Kevin writes. Maybe there's some uh, interpretation in there. I'm sure... I'm sure some might say what he wrote maybe went too far or not far enough, but the meat of it, the meat of it has a level of legitimacy if Bob Melvin isn't discrediting it. And if essentially nobody else is, where's the, I don't see the organization refuting it. So this is accurate, whether we like it or not. Um, You might love Manny Machado and not like to hear that here's a guy that doesn't value culture. And here's a guy that quit on games in Seattle and here's a guy that you've paid 350 million to for the next 11 years and you don't want him being this guy but sometimes the truth hurts and i think that's what we got here today kevin wrote something that's that's um, accurate and people are hurt by it and now it's like what are they going to do to get this thing right and i don't think there's any easy answers to be honest i think you said it perfectly there i think a lot of people are hurt today um because maybe their favorite player or hero is not put in the best light mm-hmm. and, and not this, you know, perfect everything athlete that you want Manny Machado to be like, you know, it, it, the whole question about, well, you know, if they were just playing better and then everything would be fine. And I don't care how these players act like they can be complete assholes. As long as they perform, they win baseball games. And me as a fan, that's all I care about. And that's great. I just think that if you're relying on just those things as a fan, like you're going to be let down a lot. I just, I just think that's, that's the case is, is, you know, are, are a bunch of baseball players, you know, assholes like yeah there are a lot of yeah, assholes definitely. out there dude there's a lot of douchebags out there in the baseball world that are that are on multiple of teams that are maybe considered leaders all right but it's about how that clubhouse views those assholes okay and if that clubhouse views that person as there's a problem here that's what fans should be talking about is like you have Manny Machado and there's a problem with inside of that clubhouse um, with players looking at him and saying like, bro, I, you're not the greatest of leaders and you're also having a really bad year and you're not really helping us much offensively. And you know, the little things behind the scenes you're not doing. So like, why should I do them? By the way, I just, I just remembered this. Kevin Asu has got this big axe to grind with Manny Machado, right? Oh, yeah. Right? That's yep, the perception of some. Big right. Act. Voted for who is National League MVP last year? Manny Machado. So, 
No, people you know, do. Again, you, you know can, it. You know you, it. You can create your own narrative. And now, like Biz said, and thank you, Biz, again for the super. He's like, well, I'm just saying, and this is fair. I'm just saying, Kevin Acey should also include what other players said too. Like, you want to hear the other side of the argument. Like, he's basically saying, well, Hassan Kim, for example, if you talk to Hassan Kim, he's not going to be critical. Obviously, Manny Machado. That would be the belief based on the relationship and that dynamic, the way you see it, at least. I I, I could see that. I think that's a reasonable critique to say. Yeah, listen, I spoke with eight players who said this. By the way, there were also a couple of players in Machado's camp, and this is what they had to say about his leadership and direction. I spoke with Will Myers, who played on this team in 2022. I'm making that up. Like, hey, I reached out to Will Myers, and he refuted what these players said. I reached out to Jerks and Profar, and he refuted some of the things that I've written about. Stupid bug. I will say this. I I I think that's fair. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but I will say this, as Kevin pointed out today with us, um, Will Myers is not on this team. This is a completely mm-hmm. different team than last I year. I agree with that. Even though Manny says that it's the same team, yep. he's 100% wrong. Right. Like It's it's changed. Yeah, like It's changed in a huge way. And um, Tatis and Soto is a big change. Now, Soto you had for 60 games, but I mean, Tatis and Soto is a big change. Oh, also, Bogarts. Andrew Bogarts. <laughs> yeah. Like, you got to, I mean. It's a big change. The big changes. So, uh, that's one thing that I will push back. Like, Manny's 1,000% wrong there. This is not the same team as last year. Not by any stretch. Not even close. You had, right. you had, like, not even close. So, to Will Myers talking about, you know, Manny. Okay, well, he wasn't here this year. <laughs> you know, a lot of this is this year. But there's also cracks and there's things that have happened over the last four seasons, you know, not including this one, that have been problems, Um, you know, starting with the first year he got here in 2019. Say what you want about that team and how bad it was at the end and how that team was never going to win anything. But that's the start of Manny here. And it started with him. I mean, the quit. In September, like it started, well, it started he with specifically quit. I mean, yeah, his it, numbers in September were awful. It 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 started off with Manny Machado in the first year of him here in San Diego after signing a ten-year, three hundred million dollar deal. He quit on the team, and the manager got fired. And then you get fast forward to twenty twenty-one, and the according to you know Peter Seidler, the once in a generation collapse. And while he might have had, you know, some okay numbers that year, it was a down year overall for Manny Machado, topped off, however you want to view it. Um, I think at the time we viewed it as leadership, but, you know, maybe there was other things brewing there that we didn't know about. True. The blow up in St. Louis with him and Tatis. I did, at the time, was okay with it. Um, I, I Maybe looking back on it now, it, it's something that, like, huh, that's a little more something there, which... There was also coaches and the dynamic that was at play that, you know, was also playing a factor into that as well with Jace Tingler. But like, there's also a reason why some of those coaches were there. It was because of Manny Machado. He he has controlled the, the narrative, the people that are being hired, the people that are being fired, not all, but some, you know, in that organization and clubhouse. And like, it's no secret. And it's been stated, and it was in this article, like Manny Machado is a prominent figure inside of that clubhouse and inside of that organization. And at almost all turns, what like the perception, what Manny says goes, 
That's probably pretty close to the truth. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Um, Jake, well said. Jake, thanks for uh, becoming a member again. Good to have Jake by Bitcoin Daily back with us. Welcome as a back, member. Jake. If you'd like to become a member, you get emojis and badges. Just click the join button down below. If you want to weigh in, if you have two cents on this, uh, literally or figuratively, you can click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to every single super chat here tonight. I see some of the comments in the chat saying, you know, okay, w- this is what we're talking about tonight. Um, I mean, there's, there's 14 games left in the season. <laughs> Seth Lugo was great. Fernando Tatis Jr. homered. Sugar homered, but we're not going to talk about the Padres' victory over the A's tonight because a vast majority of people would prefer us talking about what this team is going to look like in 2024 and how this team is going to finish 2023 when A.J. Preller and Peter Sadler speak and what changes are coming. Is Melvin staying or not? Is Preller staying or not? Um, So that's what we're going to talk about here tonight. Before we continue on with the chat, I do want to remind our viewers about our longtime partner here on the wrap-up show, our good friend as well, that would be Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. If you have insurance needs, please get in contact with Mark. He is your guy. You can take that from us. I've got a homeowner's earthquake and life insurance policy through Mark. He's our longtime title sponsor of the wrap-up show. He's been with us for probably 25 or 26 months at this point, over two years now. He's a great insurance agent. Uh, he's got great service and communication. Hit the mute button, you idiot. Sorry. Um, I, had, I had to file a claim last year. He took care of everything. He saved us thousands of dollars. He saved us dozens of hours of time whatever your insurance needs are before you're new call mark he could save you 750 dollars or more get to his website by clicking the link in the description down below so click that link in the description down below you'll get to his website you get a quote online for free all the quotes call them or online are free auto home runner's life earthquake whatever it is mark's your guy before you're new call mark if you need information on a new policy call mark and thank you mark for your support of the channel yeah, all this information always is above my head. MNimitsAfFarmersAgent.com. When you reach out to him, let him know that John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. You know, the other thing that I felt, the, the second most fascinating thing to me, other than Manny Machado saying, what's the value of culture, essentially? This isn't yeah. high school baseball. This isn't college baseball. Is that Manny Machado recognized there was a series in Seattle where they were completely overmatched mentally and it wasn't that they physically quit. It's like they went into the series without a belief that they were going to win the series. This stemming off a series against Pittsburgh where he got hit and the Padres didn't retaliate in any manner. In mm-hmm. fact, the clubhouse or the dugout didn't even like respond to him getting hit. It was an odd time, if you remember. Pittsburgh dominated the Padres this year. Yet the Padres did not react to Manny Machado, their supposed captain, getting hit. And then a week later, they're in Seattle and – whomever gets hit for the Mariners and the Mariners dugout freaks out and the Padres completely roll over 
in a couple of games in Seattle. So the fact that Soto said it, everyone lost their mind. What Soto said. Well, Manny Machado laid it out for you clear as day, talking to Kevin Wednesday at Dodger Stadium, that Manny Machado agrees the team has quit at times in 2023. This team, this dynamic team, Jim, with the Mm -hmm. core four that's going to be together for how long together? We have no clue. Juan Soto's only under contract for one year. He could be gone in five weeks. And this is a team that this August, with something still to play for, admitted that they quit. Uh, Hold on. Let me pull up the quote Mm because I want to read it. Hold on a second here. Um, okay, he said. Um, I think we just didn't want it. I think overall as a group, we didn't want it as bad as Seattle did or as bad as some other teams did. I will say that. I think that's everyone's fault. It's everyone's fault. We didn't want it as a team. It falls down to the team. It's not necessarily one player. It's not an individual sport. So I think ultimately comes down to comes down to all of us we should have wanted it more hey but but you know but not me we right an actual an actual quote from from many much hit piece hit piece right you got more quote i mean you want me to read more quotes like you know why need you say you know what you're right that's on me you know yeah you know (laughs) yeah and there's another quotes here about the about sense of unity with the team right we we know that we talked about it a lot there's a severe lack of pulling on the same rope how many times have i mentioned that john like they're they're not all pulling on the same rope maybe as many times as i've said heavy is the head that wears the crown and manny machado disagreed with the lack of unity with mm-hmm. the team he said i think there is he said of a sense of unity can there be more can there be a lot more yeah i wouldn't say that there isn't any that we're not together. So I think it's unfair for people to assume that or to think that everyone has different relationships, but can there be improvement? Yeah. There's always room for improvement. That makes, that is such a like back and forth. You just said there's room for improvement. You said, can there be a lot more team unity? Yes. And then you went right back and said that there's nothing wrong. What? Huh? Yeah, I almost see that as that that might for me be one example of him saying, you know, I recognize that, you know, there's something lacking. Like I'm willing to say that's fair. Mm-hmm. You know? I do um, I do think it's funny here. YouTube says, you know, Manny said there's 26 leaders. Like, yeah, he did that say that. So does that mean that we should be on Jose Zokar's ass? <laughs> yeah, it's so bogus. I mean, let's be honest. Like, the dynamic in there, there's no way Garrett Cooper walks in and controls the clubhouse. There's no I, way G-Man no. Choi does that. There's no way that Hassan Kim is able to do that. I'm sure there's certain elements that Kim can do based on a little bit of tenure and his success where it's got a little bit more weight. But everyone understands, and Kevin laid this out today, even Manny at one point wasn't the clear, defined leader. He wasn't the service time leader when he got here. Eric Hosmer was here a year earlier. He was a very well-respected player in the clubhouse. You could argue about what the fan base thought of him, but you cannot argue that he was not a highly respected player in the clubhouse when Manny Machado got here in 2019. They had Craig Stammett, same dynamic that played out, highly respected leader in the clubhouse. So there were others to turn to. The issue is there's like this vacuum where that's all erased, and you got Manny as the most tenured player in your clubhouse, and it's Manny, which if it's good, okay, but if it's bad, it's like not okay. Mm -hmm. You don't have any deferring to Eric Hosmer. You don't have 
Craig Stammen. Now it's like all through Manny. You say, well, what about Xander? What if, Xander's a first year with the team. It's going to take a little bit of time yep. for that to develop. And with how everything now has played out up until this point, you know, Darren today saying, and I take Darren's sources pretty, pretty well, right? Darren today saying that when he heard about at the beginning of the year, Manny Machado talking about Xander Bogarts and his contract saying he got my money. And then right when the season starts, or at least spring training starts, this whole year should be about one thing and it should be about winning a world series, but no, it turns into Manny Machado. I'm opting out right now. You can't tell me that didn't rub people the wrong way. Like you right. can't tell me that when you go into a season with this much expectation coming off of fan fest, which was, which we'll never, we'll never like see the Beatles. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally the greatest thing ever, you know, coming off of all of that. And then the first thing you get, is this dynamic of Manny Machado to the new guy who just got his biggest contract of his career. It's the greatest moment of his life, $280 million. Like Xander's on the top of the world right now. And his like, he's like, this is amazing. And the first thing that happens is you get a guy who you probably don't know very well. I'm sure they knew each other, but they never played together saying things like, Hey, you got my money. And then immediately going to the first thing of string training when he shows up is, yes, I'm opting out. Right. Uh, you, you can't tell me that didn't, that's not like an issue and a problem. It, it, and it is a poor reflection on Manny. It also, and we said it in the time, you kind of opened yourself up, Padres organization, by giving Xander Bogarts $280 million and only having Manny Machado under contract for 180, six years times 30. So you had Machado guaranteed 180. You had Bogarts guaranteed 280 mm -hmm. until you extended Machado. Did you think that was going to go over well with Manny Machado? Now, you could say that's a, that's a poor reflection on Manny. That's fine. But the organization had four years of data with Manny. So you're going to sign Xander before you extended Manny and think that goes over well with Manny. Right. No, it didn't make any sense then. It didn't make sense in spring training. It doesn't make sense now. And we did say that. We said, hey, Xander's 0280. You have to extend Machado for more than that. That was clear and obvious and known. Nobody thought Manny Machado's next contract would be for less than $280 million. No one. Not one person. Nope. nope. And they walked themselves into that. Now, you could, again, at the time, you said, well, Xander's worth it. He's a two-time World Series winner. MV, top 10 MVP caliber player at his best, maybe he's worth it. With the benefit of hindsight, maybe not. Could you have saved the money? Should you have extended Machado earlier? Could you have done it for less? Could you use that 280 this offseason on guys like Snell and Kim? So the my point is this. Manny has serious blame here. So does the organization. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I mean... What's getting lost in today, and I think people are uh, not understanding the whole picture here, you know, when you get this piece about Manny, everybody thinks that this is something that was written to put all the blame on Manny Machado. Like, yep, it's not. No, he tried to. I, I agree with you. It's not. And he tried to say that. And I thought he tiptoed well. 
Mm-hmm. But my takeaway from the article is there's a lot of Manny. I mean, it's, it's a lot of Manny. It's a lot of Manny. But I, I also say this, John, like reading the article, I think Kevin could have done gone harder, w- gone way harder. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I think he could have, you know, really, if he wanted to dive in on this, like he could have really gone mm-hmm. even harder than he did. So I agree. I think that's also a, a, you know, for for fans out there to think that this is like the worst thing ever written about somebody. I think you should also, again, check yourself at the door and, and realize that this could have been way worse. It could have been way worse. Um, yeah, I yeah. thought Kevin really walked through. Hey, listen, this isn't this isn't even saying Manny is the problem, but let me explain the dynamic, and then you decide if he's the problem or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and look, do, have I criticized Manny Machado in the past? Like, absolutely. I have, I, I'm not, Wait, you have? yeah, I'm not going to sit here and when Manny's not performing, I'm not just going to say, Oh, well, at least he's on the Padres and, and let it be okay. Like my job is to give opinions and, and I, my opinion at times is, you know, what it is. Um, and did I get a bunch of flack last year? Like for Manny Machado? Yeah, I did because I criticized him for when he was playing poorly. And then to his credit, he turned around the last couple months of the year and had a great last, you know, end of the season and helped the team and pretty much and put them on his back, right? You know, to get to the postseason. Was it easy to get to the postseason? Was it easy to get to the postseason for this team last year? No. Uh, no. Uh, no, it wasn't. Um, so, like, this whole thing is that I just, it's, it's exhausting to think that, um, one, everybody is just blaming Manny and only Manny when, like you said, John, this is from the top down. And honestly, if I'm Peter and AJ today, I'm probably sitting back thanking Kevin for taking a little bit of heat off of him today. Cause, well, if, cause they, they yeah. those two people, okay. Those two people and most, and a lot of AJ, you know, Sadler as well. Like, that if you want to start go where the problem is, I agree. It's probably not Manny Machado. He's a big part of it, but he's probably not the the root of the cause. You might want to start a little higher than Manny. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I wonder if you, if you're Peter and you read something like this and you're thinking, you know, it's more than Manny. It's baseball operations. It's it's more than Manny. Like this is a reflection on. I don't think it's a a full reflection on ownership, but I do think it's a reflection on the organization. I really do believe that. I think it's a very poor reflection on the organization, specifically the baseball operations. I don't think it's a poor reflection on their marketing team, but I do think it's a poor reflection on baseball operations. And we've said this a lot too. Peter Seidler has not spoken since that Kevin article. This is now three months ago. And he, like all, has the right to change his mind. He went very strong. He said, AJ Preller's not going anywhere, period, and AJ's excellent. So it would seem unlikely. Mm-hmm. But also what would seem unlikely is that the Padres didn't compete for a postseason spot the entire year and are going to finish under 500 and haven't been 500 since May 10th. So yeah. he's got decisions to make. There's no way he's lying his head on the pillow every single night and not thinking about mm-hmm. what's to come with his team here. There's no way he's 100% confident and secure with the direction heading into 2024. That's all I'm saying. There's question marks. 
Now, what are those questions? What has to be answered? I can't fully answer that. And I'm not saying he's moving on from AJ Perler based on this Kevin AC article, but I am saying he knows there are problems that need to be righted. And I don't know if he knows how he's going to do that or not as we sit here on September, whatever today is. Yeah, because they, they, I mean, they put themselves in a corner with a lot of things that are going on. Mm-hmm. And it almost feels like just lock yourself in the room and you're not allowed to get out until you fix these problems. Like, <laughs> right. you know, because because there's yeah. no other option. It could be a while, though. It could be it, 10 years. It could be, and it might be 10 years um, and, or until Manny requests a trade. Right. Uh, you know, that that to me is like, it's like the only op- like. What other option? You're not getting rid of Manny. Manny, okay. Do I think Manny can still help this team? Like, yes, yeah, he can. I do. He definitely can. One hundred percent. Okay. Yep. Not saying Manny's a bum. Yeah. One of the best players in baseball. Not saying he's washed. Right. Yeah. He's ha- he's having a shit year, but you know, is it a problem? Yeah. Um. But do I do I still think he's going to help the team and can help the team? Absolutely. But you know, you got to figure out what how to fix these type of issues because three of the last five years it's like groundhog's day dude mm-hmm. it, it just is um and the two people I'm, i won't say three but the two people that have been here for that long and been a part of those five just you know or three of those five like just groundhog day type of scenarios is manny and preller um so yeah. uh, you want to blame soto Go for it. You want to blame Bogarts? <laughs> okay. Right. Um, I tend to look at the track record of this team and who's been here through of all that shit. And there's two names, and it's Preller and it's Manny. Uh, I, I don't know how, how, like, if, if I don't think both are like 50 50, I think there's a lot to play to play as far as everything else goes. But like, those are the two central pieces. In this organization, in this franchise, uh, whether you like it or not, that run the ship. Those two guys, Preller and Manny, they are the captains of the ship. And three of the last five years, their ship has sank. And whether you like it or not, neither may go anywhere at any period of time that's soon. If right. Roger Preller's under contract through 2026, Manny Machado's under contract through 2033. I believe I have that right. <laughs> through 20. 20- 33 so th- there is no the whole lock yourself in a room and i agree with you the problem is you know you might not be coming out like ever um ben yeah. thank you for the super guys if you're here subscribe you're on content for padres fans please subscribe to our brand new john and jim channel click the link in the description down below or the link that's pinned in the chat ben thank you for the super if you want to contribute click the dollar sign below the chat box it says the organization knows manny and still decided to extend him so even the part that is on manny is also on sidler for insisting aj extend him yeah I, I i agree with that but i would also say um when you say organization ben uh and decided to extend him i would replace that with peter seidler decided to extend him like say what you want about aj but dennis lynn reported okay that there wasn't a consensus in that organization to keep Manny Machado. Like that's in print. You want to go look back at that? Go, go find it. Cause Dennis Lynn reported that. And you guys want to give shit to Kevin, but you know, Dennis okay. is reporting. Well, hear me out. Like that. There's yeah. also some, there's a little bit of revisionist history going on with the extension. You can find this too. Kevin AC reported it. 
The Padres, remember, there was the low ball Machado offer of $21 million per year before he got the three fifty. correct? Yeah. Where A.J. Preller is quoted a number of times. Look at the offseason between 2022 and 2023 and tell me how many times A.J. Preller is quoted as saying Manny Machado is a priority. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying he had it a priority at 11 years, 350, but are we? Do you agree that AJ Preller wanted Manny Machado beyond 2023, heading into 2023? Do you think AJ Preller wanted to get rid of Manny Machado at the end of 2023, heading into 2023? Um, I think I don't know. No, there's. He was coming off the second MVP. He's second in MVP. They were concerned about whether he was going to opt out, what it was going to mean for them. Then why did they go out and sign Bogarts? Well, obviously, and with the benefit of hindsight, and this is where it falls on baseball operations and the organization, they clearly made a mistake right there. That was problem one. It was an additional problem with Machado. Right, and I, I do think that signing Bogarts, and we talked about this, was like a safety blanket if Machado opted out. Fair. And but that was but was that their preference? I agree with you. If he opted out, but did they want that to occur to lose Manny and substitute him with Xander or do they want their cake and eat it too? Would they have preferred to have Manny beyond 2023? Heading into 2023, we all said that. Nobody at that point said that Manny Machado shouldn't be a Padre in 2024. Right or didn't want Manny as a Padre in 2024? No, we said, you know, they don't really have much choice because this team without Manny Machado is not as good. And that's us talking, okay? Like, yes, but that we, was AJ Preller talking too. You think, or do you think I'm that, positive, or do you think, and I'm, I'm like, do you think that when Dennis reported he, that there was not a clear consensus, and there's people in that in that organization that thought maybe they should just let Manny walk. You don't think that there was any discussion with AJ? I'm not saying there wasn't any discussion. I don't know that. But what I do know is what Kevin AC wrote. But Dennis Dennis reported it, it though. Well, so did Kevin. February 18th, Padres say keeping Manny Machado is a priority with quotes from AJ Preller. Right. And then Dennis also reported there are other people in that organization, in the front office, that think that Maybe they're not all on the same page about Manny. Is basically so. Are we saying underneath now, Preller? Probably. I thought the dynamic I've been led to believe is that it was Seidler come hell or high water, and this was against the direction of his president of baseball operations. But this is the quote February 18th in the Union Tribune from AJ Preller: "Manny is always a priority. He's a huge part of our organization. We respect Manny's process. We want him to be in a Padres uniform a long time." A.J. Preller, not Peter Seidler. So was okay. he told to say that? Or was that his know. action? Again, I'm not saying that he wanted him at 11.350. Maybe he wanted him at 7.230. I don't know the answer to that. And that's fair where you can say Seidler pushed it over the top. But I feel like, and maybe there wasn't a consensus, but I think it's revisionist history that the organization didn't want to keep beyond Seidler. I think the organization, at least A.J. Preller, based on that quote, wanted to keep Manny Machado beyond 2023 and who wouldn't have coming off 2022. Do you also think, cause like you said, you know, it's been reported that there was an initial offer of 250 million. Okay. Is that what the offer was? What was the initial offer? Is that, a, it was 21 a year. Wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, it was, I, it was 21 a year. Um, it For was 10 years. 
yeah, it was about a hundred million dollars less than what he got. Okay, so that we can that we can argue about. Maybe Preller wanted the two ten deal, and then because the he knew yeah. is way too much, and I, I'm not making that deal. That's okay. I, I'm a hundred percent down with that as a possibility. But I also I, I just want to I feel like to be fair and clear is that AJ Preller, and I think it's the right decision. I would have felt the same way. I think AJ Preller wanted Manny Machado long term. Maybe not at those terms, but I think AJ Preller wanted Manny Machado long term. I, I think, um, I think yes, but also I do think no. Like I think Maybe. that there wasn't this clear one hundred percent Peter Seidler level of wanting to keep Manny Machado. Yeah, that's probably accurate. Okay, and I do think that inside that organization. You know, what have we, there were questions. what, what, what do we know about Preller? Like he, there's the, the perception is he has a lot of yes men around him, mm-hmm. you know, and to get to, to tell Preller no, and to make Preller completely change something. If he doesn't want, you know, if he wants it, it's hard to do. Right. Um, I, I just think, yeah, I'm willing to go there that Scyther wanted it way more and was the one that may have ultimately made that decision so i i can i see that point i just also see the side of it that like it wasn't solely him that wanted manny machado to remain a padre within the organization even if there was infighting or a lack of full clarity from the organization it wasn't as if it was peter that wanted him and no one else did i do not think that's accurate based on what's been reported in the offseason between 2022 and 2023. Eric, thank you. He says, Manny, not the problem. Roster's trash. So is AC. Okay. Right. Keep, thinking, keep, keep thinking that, Eric. I mean, go, go right ahead. Like, it's, I mean, you, it's his hey, opinion. It's possible. Yeah, Maybe have right. your opinion. Yeah. Love Manny Machado and love every single Padres player, no matter what they do. Well, he said roster's reported. trash. So maybe. <laughs> like, like, well, I get it. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Hey. Hold your favorite player up on a pedestal no matter what. And when anybody criticizes them or when anybody puts in print quotes from that player that are damning to that player because that player said it, just completely disregard it. I just want Mm -hmm. you to never, ever, ever let anybody tell you that Manny Machado isn't perfect. Go right (laughs) ahead, Eric. (laughs) Uh, Let's get back to Ben. Thank you, Ben. And thank you, Eric, for offering your opinion that we disagree with. Um, he says, AJ was doing Peter Seiler's bidding. He's going to toe the company line, especially in the press. Has he ever been known to be a straight shooter? It's a possibility. I mean, Ben, maybe, maybe that's what was going on. Maybe that's exactly what was going on. I'm just seeing what he was quoted as saying, and it, he makes it sound as if he was on board. I just go back, Padres fans, and go back to that period of time, February before the season was a different world. Manny Machado's stock was really high. Six months later, his stock is really low. Mm -hmm. His stock was really high. There were very few, if any, that I recall saying that they didn't prefer an extension for Manny Machado. You know, that's how I recall it. That's how I recall it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Um, you know, we all said it when Peter said that Manny is his number one priority. Like we should have known right there and then, no matter what, that deal was getting signed. Yeah, and, and I, honestly, the day like, he signed, people were pretty excited, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, we all were. Um, yeah. 
you know, and things could, I don't know, things could change, but there's a lot of repairing that needs to be done. And, and honestly, and honestly, like <laughs> good on Manny, dude. I mean, like for what get paid to get paid, no, you got paid that huge yeah. contract, like good on Manny. Mm-hmm. He knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah. He had an MVP type of season last year. And maybe he did order. use it. Maybe it's an element of being, yeah, maybe he used the organization. Maybe he used yeah. Peter. You got to strike while the iron's hot when you're a player. And when you have the type of season that Manny Machado had last year, helping this team get to an NLCS, like, and you're up for a payday and you see this team throwing around money to other players, you know, yeah, of course you want to want to capitalize. That is 100% good on Manny Machado. Like, that's (laughs) Manny Machado is a smart individual. He is extremely smart, he knows exactly what he's doing. Manny Machado so is his job. representation. I mean, there's his a rep- reason they put an opt-out in the deal. The oh Padres would have wanted him for 10 years. The, that was the only way he was coming here, is if he got yeah. that five-year opt-out, because he knew at for five years, he'd get more. That, he'd get more, because he bet on himself, and good on him. And he's helped his team in certain years, yep. and, and he's failed his team in others. But good on him for getting that massive contract. Like Personally, he's going to be a Hall of Fame player. He deserves it. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, I do think he's he's trending in the direction of being a Hall of Fame player. Um, he clearly has work to do, and it's just interesting how polarizing he's been in the press. Uh, Mr. Munoz, thank you for the super chat. He says, uh, thanks for telling the truth, guys. Do you think Haim Bloom's firing will put any sort of pressure on AJ even beyond 2023? We've been discussing this on John and Jim. Nope. And we don't think the Mets changes really impact Peter Seidler. We don't think the Red Sox changes necessarily impact Seidler or Preller. It's always a possibility. Mm-hmm. but I don't know if they're tied together or not. We've asked so many people this question. Kyle Glazer, we've asked a million people this question. Kevin Acey, um, uh, we've, uh, who, who else? Um, Annie Halperin, we've asked this so much, but nobody seems to think that just because other things are occurring out there, that's going to have a direct impact on the Padres. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, think, um, I think nothing that any other organization does will change Peter Seidler's course. I don't think anything right. does. I think the only thing that, care, that matters to him is AJ Preller. Uh, you know, that's pretty much it. Pretty much mm-hmm. it. Um, I do want to get to this. Hold on. Before you do it, I want to remind our viewers about our partner, Aura, O-R-A dot organic. Um, they have been a longtime partner of us here on the wrap-up show. If you're looking to get healthier, do so with our friends at Aura, O-R-A dot organic. You can click the link. In the description down below, I've been taking the probiotic for like 18 months. It's an amazing product for digestion, heart health, mental health, and more. If you're taking a probiotic, they've got a great one at Aura that's plant-based. They have pre-workout supplements, proteins for after-workouts, omega-3 oils. If you're taking a fish oil, take their omega-3 oil. They have sleep pills, immunity pills, and more. It's an amazing company. Their co-founder, Will, is a San Diegan. They're based here in Liberty Station. Um, He's a lifelong Padres fan that's a big-time supporter of our channel. So if you're looking to get healthier, start with Aura by going to ORA.organic or click that link in the description down below. Yeah, if you want to live a healthy lifestyle and you want to start taking some supplements but you don't know where to start, Aura is the best place to go, www.ORA.organic. When you pick up some supplements, let them know how you like. Let us know how you like it. I guarantee you'll thank us later. And they have the best, healthiest stuff out there, all, pro, all uh, organic and plant-based. Pick up some stuff and uh, enjoy some Aura. All right. What do you want to get to? I, I just I think um, 
my point about fans like being super triggered over someone going after their favorite player or saying that that person ha- like i mean can i uh, just like ken bro why are you mad i mean you're like you're telling us to fuck off okay congratulations you got yourself you know banned from the chat you're 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 muted i'm muted because there's a train going off in the background and my window's open but um i just told ken you're going to be banned so like like, you cool you got you you got got us got your big comment on screen yeah ken like kick rocks bro i mean if you're i don't want you to watch us like get out of here if you're going to be well guess what he can't watch because you banned him that's true did i ban him oh well i will if you haven't do it i mean actually no let's wait ken respond yeah we'll give you we'll give you another we're not not gonna block you yet would you like to stay or not this is great this this is great you want to stay ken here we go uh eric my barrier fandom showing oh i'm sorry that you don't like you know people going after your favorite player cool i like this ken Dawson's machado's burner probably whatever um i don't give a shit like (laughs) you some some of you guys out there and 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 a lot of I you. think it's basically I think it's a pretty big I think it's a minority pretty big it's minority, like a vocal yeah. small minority yeah I think it is too um they just don't like when their you know favorite player has something written about them and then they have quotes in that article that are damning for that player and they're like just hey that didn't happen fuck Kevin AC like what's Kevin AC know fake Manny didn't fake. say that Made, made Manny say that. Manny never said that. Kevin's just, you know, Kevin's just. Manny's great. He's just waiting yeah. to have a great year next year. Yeah. That's fine. Manny, those are fake quotes. This team is shit. Not Manny's fault. Ken, get the fuck out of here. You banned him. Just like that. Good. Fuck off. Get out of here. <laughs> God. Um, Andrew, thank you for the super. Um, he says, Padres have too many me first guys. Manny, Soto, Hater. 2024 is going to be a repeat of 2023 unless major changes are made. Need more like Kim Campy. Yeah, even like Xander saying like he prefers to bat in a certain spot in the lineup and Bob Melvin specifically recognizing Fernando Tatis Jr. who isn't like that. You can say that obviously with someone like Juan Soto as well. The problem is, and Kevin talked about today in our conversation, find the interview by clicking the link pinned in the top of the chat um, on our John and Jim channel. Kevin talks about it. All of these guys are so big to their credit. I mean, they're all so accomplished. They all have their own like individual mechanisms to prepare. Yeah. They've got their own way to do things. It's all so like single track focus. This is how Tatis gets ready. Mm-hmm. This is how Machado prepares. Mm-hmm. This is what Soto's preparations are like. They don't take infield together because they have their own way that has worked. These are highly accomplished individuals. Some of the great athletes in the world, specifically for their sport, what they've done has clearly worked to some extent. So they feel as if the way they've done things are the ways that work. But if the Dodgers can take infield, you can too. You know, sometimes you got to do some things you don't want to do. And when you're 10 games under 500, it's not a good look when you don't take infield. So take infield. And when the Dodgers are doing it and they're 30 games up on you, it's even a then, then worse just look. Just do it. Yeah. The, the, it is. Yeah, it's a it's alarming to see like there's a that the, the there's a lot of me in this team instead of a we. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Thanks, Andrew. 
Uh, Eric says that, guys, quoting AC time and time again is not the flex that you think it is. <laughs> what? That's not the point. Are we quoting AC or are we quoting, We're quoting like Manny? Manny. <laughs> Manny's the one that said culture doesn't matter. What is this college baseball? Yeah. Manny said that, that they don't like. We quit in Seattle. Yeah. Manny says that he doesn't think it is, there's a problem with the team dynamic. Um, other players in the clubhouse, like that Kevin Singled Acey has talked to, singled out Manny as being a problem and not the best leader. But yeah, we're misquoting Kevin Acey. You guys got that. You have it all wrong, Eric. Ben, <laughs> uh, thank you. He says uh, Eric Cosmer's laughing as he counts his money in a bathrobe and smoking a cigar on his couch while watching the Padres train wreck. Hashtag insult to injury. Yeah, probably. There might be some of that there. He probably did say told you so. Like, you want to get rid of me? Although it worked out last year without him. Hey, and uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I think Eric Hosmer, as as, as uh, Austin Hedges said the other day, that, man, we did not, we did not uh, treat him right, and we did take him for granted. We took him for granted here. It just he he underperformed at a at a very high rate uh, for a contract that you know if you get that you better perform and you didn't and uh, it 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 was bad like you know if if Eric Hosmer was making ten million a year instead of twenty million a year sure he'd still be on the team yeah probably you know so like that is the issue with Eric Hosmer. it was solely a performance-based issue with him. You're not going to want to keep a guy making 20-plus million dollars a year on a team that is a negative war player. Yeah, that's not good math. That doesn't it doesn't make, help you Even win. if he's a good clubhouse guy. Yeah. You know, um, I had a point to make, and I forget what it was. It was profound. I know that. It was very profound. Um it's a good question, Jim. How does a player? I think he meant quit during a game. Uh, just not just be by rolling over, really focused. Yeah, front of bat, just going up there with no approach. Um, you know, it's actually really easy in baseball. It's yeah. super easy to go through the motions. You wouldn't know it unless someone said it. That's the base, problem. Baseball, I, I think. I think a lot of people would agree. And it's funny because Deion Sanders actually said it today on first take when asked about like what's harder, coaching or playing football, and he just said hitting a baseball. <laughs> so. It, it, baseball is probably John, and you probably agree the toughest sport to play. It's the e- yes, and it's the easiest sport to roll over in. It's the easiest sport to if you t- if you take a sequence off, you're going to look pretty bad. I mean, you could, if yeah. you take it at bats off or you take games off, then all of a sudden you look up and you know you see what the Padres have been going through, which is completely lifeless at times during the season. And say, what the hell is going on with the San Diego Padres? Yeah, it's very us saying this. Everyone's saying it. Yeah, I mean, in football, it's it's hard to like quit in games because it's the coach like sixteen will, games. The right? coach will pull you out of the game in two seconds. <laughs> right, you're it's not you're, you're not really you doing do that. In baseball. You don't get pulled when you strike out. You don't get pulled when you when you uh, jog to first. Padres don't. Yeah, and same thing with basketball. Players dogging it, not playing good defense. He's out of the game. <laughs> like it's very easy. You can't do yeah, that. Like Matthew said, baseball quitting is hard to perceive because it's already a sport of failure. That's exactly right. The Pretty only cool. way you know is with your eyes. You say, why are they losing? 
eight one and lifeless, or when someone like Juan Soto says we we quit in games. Yeah, that's a good giveaway. And when May Machado says that they didn't want it, right? That's another good giveaway. It's also a very big tell. <laughs> now right. you have yeah you had two people, and you would have we would you would argue potentially the two most talented players on this roster say that that Seattle series, we li- we quit. <laughs> like literally, literally quit. Soto used the word literally. Yeah, Machado had a longer quote. Yeah. Uh, and he kind of beat around it a little bit. It was directly at the, hey, we just didn't want it. I mean, Soto just said, yeah, we quit. <laughs> like we gave up. what I was going to say. And then, and then there's this. We were, And then at the end of the day, you can have the clubhouse issues and the culture issues and the we quit. Like Kyle Glazer from Baseball America told us today, um, they've got a first baseman out of position in Jake Cronenworth. They have a center fielder that's not an everyday center fielder in Trent Grisham. They've got rotation issues in 2024. They've got to figure out their closer spot, obviously. They need to define their catcher. Is it Luis Campusano? So these are the real baseball issues. They have a number of actual baseball issues that we could discuss as we did for months this year, and we will throughout the course of the offseason. What only adds to it is the dynamic of they're like a rudderless ship because of what we read from Kevin today about the culture and the dynamic. And it was also, I think the, the most interesting thing that Kyle Glazer said, and we didn't have much time to react to it mm-hmm. because we had Kevin on right away. Right after him. Yeah. Um, I think people forget like Kyle Glazer, he, he used to cover this team daily. Yeah. He was a beat writer for the San Diego union tribune. And he covered this team in 2015, the first year of AJ Preller. And what happened in 2015? AJ Preller went for a quick fix by trading for all of these pieces and getting rid of a bunch of talent in the minor leagues, notably Trey Turner and Max Freed, mm-hmm. to get a quick fix with Justin Upton, who had a year left on his deal, Matt Kemp, uh, Will Myers, <laughs> uh, I, I think um, Will Middlebrooks, remember him? Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the catcher's name. We turned out to be a giant asshole. Uh, and then in, he said, you know, that dynamic in clubhouse was a, a bunch of me players and a bunch of me mentalities. And when he said that when he went into the clubhouse this year, it, he said it felt just Derek like Norris 2015 from the Derek chat. Norris. He said it felt just like 2015. Like yeah, that's the clubhouse not great. dynamic of this team felt exactly like the 2015 team which was that a he covered. complete failure that he covered every day. But that to me is like, ooh. Yeah, that's pretty damning. All you need to know. Yeah, it's very damning. I mean, this whole season is damning. You know, they've kind it of it done sucks. it to themselves. And... I, I don't want to sit here and talk about this crap. Like, it's No, I prefer that they had, you know, the opposite record and they were, you know, going to the postseason. But unfortunately, and I'm with you, Gus. I me think too. that's fair. To play, I want everybody just to blame me. They already do. Guys, already do. for a place to play fantasy sports, you need to do so at Underdog Fantasy. UnderdogFantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app. Use promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. You'll get a 100% deposit match up to $100. They've got their pickums going on right now, including this Do You Believe pickem involving Colorado's Travis Hunter. Will he have 76.5 receiving yards or higher than that total? Look higher. If you think he will, they got full NFL college major league slates in the pickums. Um, let's find if I can. I'm going to be doing a lot of scrolling here. 
to find the Padres for tomorrow in Oakland. Doing a lot of scrolling. They're probably at the bottom because it's the Oakland A's. Dude, this is NFL, I know. There's a way for me to change sports, but I haven't really figured that out the way it's on screen. Anyway, you get the point. What the hell is... <laughs> you can just switch sports down here. Oh, here we go. Stand by. There we go. Okay. What do you think tomorrow? Um, everyone's supposed to have a big day. Who's pitching for Oakland? Someone. They're terrible. So Somebody. Let's just go with, uh, you know what? We'll go with higher than six and a half fantasy points for Estuary Ruiz. If Travis Hunter hits, if Estuary Ruiz hits, your $20 wager pays 80 You go two for two because of that Travis Hunter play, your $20 wager pays 80 just Oof. by going two for two. You can also draft at underdogfantasy.com, MLB, NFL, easiest place to draft. You can do the auto draft. You can draft yourself. Afterwards, they take care of it all. No waivers, no trades. They set your best lineup. Draft starting at just $3 per draft. Go to underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app. And again, use promo code PODRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, and get a 100% deposit match up to $100. (laughs) Is there anything else? Are we good? Thanks for the super JD Gaucho. Glad you came out today. Um, Oh, we missed one too. Oh. We'll get to it in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, for my back page. <laughs> SUNY Morrisville, D3 in New York, and saw a black turf. Tomorrow, their football home opener. Oh, yeah, the black yeah, turf. I that. Yeah, I remember that story. I did I did have it in my back page at one point. Yeah, he did. The, back, the black turf. That well, is. Uh, I remember thinking if it was like an August or September game, it could be like 110 degrees and everyone would just like die. Like literally just fall over and melt and die. <laughs> that would be awful. Yeah. Um, they should build Andrew some Tank, canopies, yeah. though. <laughs> right. He said uh, season changed in June when Hader denied three straight. Oh, when he denied pitching in three consecutive games at that point. Like it's a long year. There's been so many changes in the August season, Andrew. Yeah, it changed a lot. I mean, it was interesting. Yeah, that's maybe a fair criticism. Like, hey, you don't want me to pitch three straight days now. You're going to need me in September. Oh, will we? Like we said at the time, you got to be in it. Another example of a me mentality instead of a we mentality. Right. That's just how I I think about it. he won't and, be. And, and and do I blame him? No, I don't, because he's looking to get a big contract. He's not going to go out there and jeopardize that at all. Same thing with Snow. And it might have been mm. the same thing for Manny this year if he didn't, if he, if they never gave him that contract. But maybe it would have been different. I don't know. Maybe, maybe if Manny came in and was like, "Look, we'll deal with it at the end of the season," but my only goal right now is to win a World Series because we were so close this year. We just got Bo- Bogey on the team. We got Toddy back. You know, we have Soto for a full year. Our mindset should be we're going to try to win a World Series this year. We'll talk about the contracts at the end of the, of the season. I, I, I want to be here for the remainder of my career, but the only goal for us right now is to win a World Series because I believe we have a World Series roster on our, in this clubhouse. Instead, you didn't get that, and you got something else, which was I'm opting out, and that dude over there got my money. Are we still blaming KUSI? The that's what's in, guys? Right. If you want. I mean... Was that whole, part of the culture? Was it the most cringe thing on the planet? Yeah. Should it ever happen again? Should anybody ever do that again? No. I'm not going to, like, say these guys should, like, kill these guys. I mean... Well, no. <laughs> Please, no. No, I meant, like, verbally, not, like, physically. 
Like, I'm going to kill you. know, Not like that, John. <laughs> I'm just serious. <laughs> With you, I don't know. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do it. It's it was cringy as hell. Yes. Um, and guess what? There will be other times that other people do more cringy things and just as cringy things. Will that live in infamy? Fortunately, yes. Uh, this is not going anywhere. Um, right. And. Yeah, I I, I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm. I'm done. This I'm conversation for, is done for the night. We'll continue Sunday night. Uh, Padres back home after Sunday night. They'll come home for the final homestand of the year. Final homestand of the year at Petco for the Padres, who, by the way, remain mathematically alive. What does Fangraph say tonight, Jim, after the win? Point two. Does it? Yeah, Will Holder's posting it. So. Dude, the odds are flying up from zero to point one. To point two, it could be point three with a win tomorrow. Let's look at the playoff chase right now. They're six and a half back. I, I'm not looking at them. Um, <laughs> man, Chicago. By the way, also before we forget, congratulations to Blake Snell on winning the uh, 2023 Cy Young Award. Um, very much deserved. Bro, we talked about it earlier. Oh, we did. I forgot. Well, yeah, you just weren't listening. Oh well, congrats to Blake Snell. You won the Cy Young. I think he's getting closer. He won it. Just Steele had a, a blow know, up game. Six if, I'm, six if, if I'm Blake Snell, do you just do don't you, pitch? Don't pitch. No, he should pitch. Don't pitch. Don't pitch. If you don't pitch, nothing will happen. Nothing bad will happen. 0.2%. What do you think? Win out, have everyone else lose. Sneak I, in. Imagine dude, that after the Honestly, article. at this point, I, honestly, it'd be amazing. I want them to make the playoffs it'd be so amazing. bad. Amazing. I, I want them to win the World Series. I want them to win. <laughs> I want them to win out just to make the postseason. Just that would be such a oh my god, it'd be so amazing after this year. Oh, by the way, too, we didn't mention this. Uh, Musgrove officially shut down for the rest of the season. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so that. So even if they do miraculously sneak in, you're not having Musgrove or Rich Hill game one. <laughs> right, you're not having Musgrove or Darvish for the postseason. But you have Blake Snell. No, not if he's going into free agency. Screw that. I got my Cy Young. Oh, yeah. Hell no, he's not pitching. I'm not pitching the post. Horse is like, you pitch, I will leave you. Right, exactly. <laughs> All right, guys, please subscribe. And please subscribe to our brand new John and Jim channel. Click the link pinned in the chat or click the link pinned, or excuse me, click the link in the description down below. John and Jim talking Padres baseball Monday through Friday, 3 to 6. Of course, you can watch it at your convenience on YouTube at any point. So subscribe to this channel, our brand new channel. Smash <laughs> the like button for us. Bless you. Padres won today in Oakland. I thought there was a good crowd. By the way, Bob Melvin had a video before the game, an ovation, and he talked yeah. about it post-game. So Bob Melvin's return to Oakland went well for Melvin and the Padres. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. For those of you watching on replay, thank you for the super thanks. We really do appreciate those. Again, for those of you watching on replay, we do appreciate those super thanks. Support our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance, whatever it is, auto, home, business, life, whatever your insurance needs are. Mark can save you $750 or more. San Diegan, click the link in the description down below. Aura, if you're looking to get healthier, they've got a plant-based product for you. ORA.organic or click the link in the description down below. And again, football is back. Underdog Fantasy has you covered. Use promo code PADSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. Get a 100% deposit match. Up to one hundred dollars. What will tomorrow bring? I have one thing to say before we leave. 
No, don't do it. Sodded, 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 sodded. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.